Let's pray and we can get in the Word tonight. Father, thank You for Your Word. Father, I pray tonight for every person that is here, those that are listening, Lord, that as we speak, that the Word will go forth. And Father, tonight we speak impartation. We speak manifestation. We speak, Father, a Word that will go forth and will start to line up things and prepare the way. Lord, thank You that You are here and Your presence is here. I acknowledge You, Holy Spirit, in this room. Thank you, Father, that you are pouring out your Spirit upon all people. Holy Spirit, we receive you. We welcome you. We appreciate you. And I ask, Holy Spirit, you would come and you would minister as you please. Move in us. Have your way. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to speak to you today on divine appointments. Now I want to set you up and prepare you for your divine appointment. As children of God, uh, God is orchestrating events and the Lord is more involved in your life than you are aware of. Many things happen and we live by default and we think, well, it's just a normal day or it's just a normal life. But God is supernaturally orchestrating events and putting things into place. You can sit here tonight and say, Andre, well, I don't really see God moving in your life, but you don't know the battles that are going on in the spirit and how many times he has saved and rescued you. You don't know the activity of the angels in your life. You just drive from here <laughs> to the store and back and supernatural things takes place without you even being aware of it. Now tonight, something is going to change. I'm setting you up and preparing you for divine moments, for divine appointments where, where the kingdom of God is preparing you for things that God wants to do in your life, in your family, in your finances, and in, in your job opportunities. Now, we have seen it in our lives. I've seen God. I can write a book only on divine appointments. I've seen how God has supernaturally, globally moved in our lives and have put things into place supernaturally. And I'm talking from, from uh, uh, political things, from government, from in every level how God has, has intervened in those moments and really supernaturally did things because of the assignment that is upon our lives. Now, I want you to write this down tonight as we start obedience makes room for the leading of the Holy Spirit. Obedience makes room for the leading of the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit in our lives and the Holy Spirit is leading us and our obedience makes room for Him to function. Now, if I say obedience makes room, then it also means that disobedience limits the Holy Spirit in your life, limits what God can do. And therefore, it is vital to respond and to be obedient when the Spirit is leading you. And often we are going to be in moments where you don't have the full picture. You don't understand everything or see, you know, the full assignment. You just know in your spirit that this is what you need to do. And only until you respond, things will start to gain momentum and change and fall into place. Now, this, this, uh, tonight, if I would drive to the airport tonight, I get into the car and I start to drive. And as I drive, the lights of the car would eliminate the road every 150 meters as I drive. I do not get out of that car and say, well, I cannot see all the way to the airport, so therefore I refuse to go. And so if we can have that 
much faith in something that has a warranty on that expires. When you buy a vehicle, they tell you that it has a limited warranty. It's going to break. But we have faith in that to get into that vehicle and to drive even though we cannot see the entire road eliminated. And same thing when it comes in living by faith. There's going to be moments where you are not sure. I have to be honest with you. There's still moments in my life, even though I hear the voice of God, where I'm still uncertain about the next day or the next week. I know what God has told me now, but I don't know above and beyond that. And only when I respond with what He's given me, then He starts to release more and starts to reveal the road. So something you need to understand tonight, that you are going to live by faith for a very long time. You're never going to get to a place where you don't have to faith it anymore. Never. You're always going to have to live by faith. It will go to different levels, but faith will always be part of your journey. Always. (laughs) Different numbers, different levels, but it will still be faith no matter where you go and as you mature. I want you to read with me two kings. Really sense the Holy Spirit is leading us into a certain direction. As we spoke this morning and also as Pastor uh, Marian just mentioned a couple of things. I saw the leading of the Holy Spirit and where he wants to go and what he wants to do. In the book of 2 Kings, chapter 8, starts and says, Now Elijah has said to the woman whose son he had restored to life, Go away with your family and stay for a while wherever you can, because the Lord has decreed a famine in the land that will last seven years. I want you to, as I read this passage, to read it with me with perspective. So the prophet is telling this businesswoman, you need to leave all your investments, and he doesn't tell her clearly where to go. He just says, go wherever. Just leave for seven years. There's no clear word. Go to that address, to that place, just leave wherever and come back seven years. That's the word. It's not very clear or informative. It's very blunt. So he continues, he says, verse 2, the woman proceeded to do as the man of God said. And then verse 3, at the end of the seven years, she came back. Verse 4, The king was talking to Gazi, the servant of the man of God, and had said, tell me about the great things Elijah has done. Verse 5, just as Gazi was telling the king how Elijah had restored the dead to life, the woman whose son Elijah had brought back to life came to appeal to the king for her house and land. So here is a woman that received a word. The prophet said to her, Leave for seven years, there's a famine in the land. Go wherever and then come back after seven years. And here at this moment, at this divine moment, she comes back and she is returning with a heavy heart because she has to appeal to the king. She left all her possessions and everything and now she has to come back and she needs to explain to the king or to official what has happened, and she needs favor. She's coming back with a heavy heart, and at that moment, the servant is busy sharing this testimony with the king. And here the woman comes in. Verse 6, 
the king asked the woman about it and she told him. And then he assigned an official to her case and said to him, give back everything that belonged to her, including all the income from her land from the day she left the country until now. It's a divine appointment, a divine moment where something has happened at right at the right time, at the right moment. This woman came back and she stepped into it. Now tonight, I'm trusting God and I'm praying for divine moments in your life, divine opportunities where God will set you up to be at the right place at the right time, where God will prepare you in business, wherever you are, whatever you're facing, that at the right moment that God will position you to be in the room or in the place and God will give you favor in that moment. Doesn't matter whether it is with officials, with government, doesn't matter what it is needed, that in that moment, God will make a way. I had a situation that I had to deal with and I had to see this official. And uh, it was a, a cause that was against me. And so therefore I needed favor with this official. And I had to try to find a way to communicate with him and, and bring up my course so that he would listen and understand the clarity of the situation that was happening at that moment. And as I drove to this appointment and I spoke with his secretary, I've not met the man, I've not seen him. I'm preparing to work around my words and how will I use this opportunity to get favor with him so that he understands what we are going through and how it's impacting us. And at that moment, as I share that and I'm, I'm thinking about this, I walk into this office and here a man is sitting with all his staff and he's looking at, at a recording or at a video at that moment. And uh, suddenly he stands up and the official that I need favor with, when I see him, I'm reminded of a meeting that took place last night in a little church down the road and he was ministered to and God touched him. And as I brought my case to him, he was sitting with his staff and he said, listen to what God has done in my life. And when I walked in, he said, and this is the man. And I'm trying to explain that I need favor so that he can listen. And he says, this is the man. This is the one that God has used. It's a divine appointment. These divine appointments and moments are going to start to show up in your life. There's things that's going to start to happen in your favor. Where God will set it up. Where at the right place, the right time, God will bring a, a alignment. There's things that you are planning that you think, well, I'm going to do this in the next five years, next 10 years. And by a divine appointment, God is going to bring acceleration to it and align things a lot quicker than you could ever accomplish it in, in your life. Now, I want you to write down two scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, he says, But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. As I prayed throughout my life and asked the Lord to help me 
to understand and to recognize the leading of His Holy Spirit in my life, the more I try to say, Lord, help me to discern your spirit in my life, the, the more the Lord said to me, Andre, why are you trying to divide which I am trying to make one? You need to be one with me in spirit. Not your spirit and my spirit, not your plan and my plan, not your dreams and my dreams, one with me in spirit. Those that are united with the Lord are one with him in spirit. Now understand tonight, I'm not talking about people that are not saved. If you have not chosen God, you cannot be one with him in spirit. If you've made a decision to say, God, I want your call, I want to, I want to follow your ways, then you become united with him, one in spirit with him. And so instead of trying to figure out what is God's role and what's my role and what's my thoughts and his thoughts and my plan and his plan, be one with him, one with him in spirit. It means that I get up every morning and my goals are focused on his kingdom and his plan. I'm not self-centered. It's not about building my own kingdom and my own ideas. If you have that kind of heart, you are still at the wrong place. I'm talking about people that have a heart for the things of God. I honestly believe that no person in this room got up this morning and said, I'm going to try everything today to disappoint God. I believe that I'm talking to a group of people that want the will of God. Even though you make mistakes, even though you fall, even though you sin, you still want to see the will of God in your life. That is the people that I'm talking to. If you do not want the will of God in your life, you would have not even showed up for this meeting tonight. The fact that you are here means I choose God. I want to learn. I want to grow. You've placed yourself in an environment where you know you are going to be challenged. You're going to grow. You're going to mature in the word. That's why you came. And so therefore, I'm comfortable to say that you are one with him in spirit. I'm comfortable to say that you are united with him. And so instead of trying to figure out, well, what is his plan and my plan, I want you to leave tonight. And as it says in Acts, in him, we live and move and have our being. I want you to leave here and live with him, move with him, and let him have his being. Second scripture that I want to share with you is Romans 8 verse 14 that says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. At some stage in our lives, when we receive Christ, we choose to submit to the will of God. When we choose to submit under the will of God, we are saying, God, Take the lead. Lead. I will follow. We are not saying that I will lead or I will get saved at, at my, you know, uh, with these certain things in place. I say I will submit to your will. Lead. I will follow. So therefore, if you receive Christ, you must be open for the leading of the Holy Spirit. Whenever I am in situations I want to pick up the leading of the Spirit. I want to see where is the Holy Spirit going in this. There's moments in your business where God wants to, see, wants to do things, but you're going to have to be quiet and pick up the leading of the Spirit. If you keep on leading, you keep on pushing, you're going to miss what He has for you. 
So there will be moments where you'll have to pause and say, what is the leading? Where is the Spirit leading me to? I'm talking about from signing documents to contracts to, to, um, to putting in requests to wait for the leading of the Spirit. What does He say? Is His stamp of approval honored or not? And I do believe that we can get to a place where we are consistently led by the Spirit. We have to train ourselves. I said to a pastor friend a few years ago, we were talking about something that we, that both of us had in our hearts to do in a nation. And we spoke about it and uh, he said to me, give me two weeks and I will let you know. And at that moment, I said to him, no, I want to know now what does your spirit say? Because if your spirit says no now, then God is not going to change that in two weeks. What is the leading of the spirit? We have to get to a place where there's not a two-week delay in following the spirit. If the spirit says no, I want to walk away from it. I don't want to question it. I don't want to try to, to turn a no into a yes. I want to be ready to be led, to move with the spirit. Is he in it or not? What is his leading? Now, as I share this with you tonight, there's a revelation that's going forth. And as it happens, there's things that's changing as I speak to you now. People live in three different states, always. People live in a state where they are unaware they are unaware. They get up every day, they go to work and back, and they're just not aware. They're unaware they're unaware. So they do everything by default. Every person is in that state. Then there's a second state where you become aware that you're unaware. And what's happening with you right now, as I speak to you, you are moving to the second state. Because most of you were just unaware that you're unaware. On the way here, since the moment that you left your home to church, God was speaking to you through various ways. But you just didn't see it. You were not aware or open to what was happening in your environment or around you. You thought, well, it's strange that this car drives in front of me. Colors, there's just so many things that's significant, but it's just a, you're just in default unaware. But as I share this right now, suddenly you, be, you became aware that you were unaware. And so many of you, when you leave here tonight, you are suddenly going to notice the color of the car in front of you when you drive back home. But then the third state, and this is what we're praying for tonight, is that you become aware that you're aware. And that means that you get up every day and you are open for the things of God. You don't just go by default, get in your car and drive. You are open for the leading of the Spirit. God, what do you want to do? What are you communicating to me? Now, if I have to explain this to you, the way I explain it is I have a board twice that size and I, I uh, draw a big circle, a very big circle, just a big circle. And then on this side, I have another board and on that board, I just put a little dot. And what it is, we have this big God that's trying to communicate to that little dot. God's trying and the limitation is not with God. The limitation is with us. And so God is trying through 
various ways to communicate to you, to get information to you, to lead you, to guide you, uh, to remind you. The Spirit of God is trying to direct you and guide you where you need to go and what you need to do, but you are overwhelmed by everything around you and you don't see the leading of the Spirit. And so because you don't see the leading of the Spirit, you take lead. And suddenly you take the best knowledge that you have and you try to pursue avenue, try to run for something and you set it as a goal because that's what I have to do. I have to move forward and aim at something. And so easily we can then start to miss the leading of the Holy Spirit. What does he want to do? I had a situation uh, a few years ago where one morning I got up and uh, I said to my wife that uh, I am just going to spend a day with you. I don't know what your appointments is, but I've got the day open. And so I'll just drive with you and hang around, you know, in coffee shops, wherever you have your appointments and things. So I'm just driving with you. And I got into the car with her. And as we drove, I saw a sign. And when I saw the sign, and it is a sign of a train station. When I saw it, immediately, I felt the leading of the spirit. And I said to my wife, just quickly turn off here. And it was not exactly on her journey where she needed to go. And so I said, just quickly turn off here at, this, at the station. And she turned off and I said to her, I'm going to get off here and I'm going to take the train to, to another place and I'll, be, I'll meet up with you a little bit later. She's going in the same direction, but I'm going to take, take the train. And so as she turned off, a name came up, a friend of mine, his name came up, thought of him. And so immediately I took the phone, I phoned him. I said to him, um, where are you? And he said, uh, I'm taking a train, I'm going to um, this specific location. Um, I said to him, is it this train? He said, yes. I said, well, just give me a minute, I'm joining, I'll be there, I'll get on that train with you. And so um, he said, you're going to have to run, it's leaving in a minute. And uh, so she stopped, I got off um, ran through um, the ticketing booth and, and got on the train. And as I stepped on the train with him, I stepped on the train, there were only two seats open on the train. And I went to sit down. And as I sat down, I sat, I, sat, I sat right next to a pastor from India. And he looked at me and this pastor said to me, it is so interesting to see you because I've, I'm, this train has two stops. There's one stop, which is the airport, and the second stop is where we're going. He said, I'm going to the airport right now and leaving South Africa. And I was praying this morning, and I was saying, God, there's just one person that I still want to see before I leave South Africa. It's Andre. And right here on a train that only has two seats open, last minute, I, I step onto the train, and I sit right next to him. And uh, he says to me, um, would you come to India next month for a specific event? I said to him, definitely. I don't have to pray about it. I know I have to be there. The person that's with me, it's one of my spiritual sons. He sees everything that's happening. He says, I'm coming with you to India. I'm part of it. I don't know what is happening here, but I'm there. I'm going. You know, the leading of the Spirit, leading of the Holy Spirit. So, a month later, we left for India. We had an event there. And this young businessman that was traveling with me, he came with. And uh, he just knew that there was some form of 
connection. There was some, something happening here that was, that was a divine appointment. And he got on uh, um, this trip with me to India. And as we arrived in India, we were there for ministry. And in the hotel that we were staying in, um, one of the um, biggest uh, construction companies in South Africa, which he does business with, the CEO was staying in the same hotel that we stayed in. And the two of them right there in India signed the biggest contract that his company ever signed. Divine appointments, just things that is connecting. We can look at the moment and we can think, well, it's just a coincidence. We can look at, the, at what is happening and think, well, this is just, no. What is the leading of the, the spirit? Now, I'm not saying be strange. Don't make it weird. Don't stand in front of a sign here in the middle of the road all night. No, and yawn, no. I'm talking about the leading of the Spirit. Lord, what are you doing? And when it comes to the leading of the Holy Spirit, they will, it will reoccur. It's not something that you have to be afraid, well, I've missed it, it's over for the rest of my life. No, the leading of the Holy Spirit will constantly come and reaffirm and lead you in that direction. It will constantly come up. I'm talking about the openness to say, Holy Spirit, what is your will? What is your plan? What do you want to do with this? What is my role to play? What is my part to play? Often we think it's just a coincidence to connect with certain people at certain places, but it is a divine connection. It's God that has put something in that individual that will activate certain giftings in your life and God has put certain things in your life that will activate giftings in them. It's God bringing his kingdom together, uniting it for a greater cause. As I share this with you tonight, divine appointments are being released. As I share this with you tonight, divine appointments are being activated in your life. And so as you leave here tonight, things will start to happen. Your eyes will be opened and Divine, I don't want to say a setup, but divine appointments will start to take place where God will put you at the right place at the right time. You can take the lead, but it will take you many years to get there. Let the Spirit lead. And suddenly the Spirit will start to accelerate things and put people and things into place and, and, and acceleration comes to your life, comes to the church, comes to your business, and it happens a lot faster because he's involved in it. When we go through the scripture, we find divine appointments right through the scripture. There's things that you would read in the scripture that is crazy. Things that is so divine, you know, where the angel of the Lord speaks to Paul and says to him, go to this place. You know, it's, 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 it seems so strange. And then at the same time, he sets him up and he says to the man, this is a man that will come to you. Divine appointments. And he responds to that. He still gets into, gets, you know, gets onto the journey and he responds to that place. There's going to be things that the Spirit of God is going to lead you into that's not going to make complete sense. But you will think, well, I don't really understand it. Suddenly the Holy Spirit will choose your vacation destination. He will put you in place. He will send you where you need to go. It doesn't make complete sense, but the leading of the Holy Spirit is but he's setting up things in your life and putting divine appointments in place where suddenly you walk into an environment where you need favor and God has already prepared the way. 
is already set you up way, way above and way beyond what you could have thought about. So I pray with you tonight, and I'm going to pray specifically for divine appointments. That God would come and put things into place and make you aware of it. Now, I want you to hear that God does not live in your thoughts. So whether you think of him or not, he's still there. Often we think, well, if I'm focused or I meditate on him, then he's there. And so I meditate him. No, God is there whether you think of him or not. <laughs> he's omnipresent. And so it doesn't mean because I'm aware of him or I'm meditating or thinking of him, now I will see his ways. He's there in any way. And God is moving around you. you just not aware of it or really seeing what he's doing at that moment. But he's still moving. I want you to be aware of the move of the Spirit on a daily basis in your life. There will be moments where God will bring up names and people, and I want you to respond to that. Pick up the phone and phone them. And again, don't be strange. Don't tell them, I had this moment in the car and I thought of you, and I, I'm phoning to find out, do I need to phone you? Just phone them. Just phone them. Speak to them. Don't be strange. Just phone them. How are you doing? <laughs> What's happening in your life? That's it. Just respond to that. There's people where in business where the Spirit of God will lead you exactly and tell you who you need to deal with. I've been in opportunities where God told me, here's a group of people, and God told me, you need to work with that individual. He told me, this is, this is the person you need to work with. And so I knew it doesn't matter how, how it looks. It doesn't matter how attractive any other opportunities looks. I know that this is the one that God has chosen. And therefore, I gravitate towards, towards that direction where he, where he is. Where God is is where I want to be. What he touched is what I want to touch. And the reason is I've touched things that he didn't. And I know the effect of that. And after that, I've learned and I said, Lord, I don't want to be out of your will ever again. I want to be where you are. Because there's things that we don't see in the natural. It looks, it's presented to us in a certain way. And people can hide the truth. But God sees everything. And therefore, if he leads us, he will take us to things that prosper, that grow, that has his favor upon. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I pray tonight for every person that's here right now. Father, tonight we pray for divine appointments, a, a divine alignment. Father, I pray tonight for your will and your plan. Lord, we have certain plans and ideas of what we want to do, what we want to accomplish. We have projects, and we want to run those projects in, in, in our method, in our ways. And I ask, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will lead. Take the lead, Holy Spirit. Show us the easier way. Show us the better way. Show us the truth that we can follow your leading and your guidance. Holy Spirit, we are dependent on you. We need you in our lives. We need you in our ministries. We need you in our businesses. We need you in our daily routines to show us the way. What do we need to do? Where do we need to go? We are desperate and dependent on you. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.